hello, my little friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so happy you're back on my podcast. If you don't know, this is an embarrassing podcast where we share embarrassing stories, embarrassing experiences, and we laugh about it. My name is Leah. I'm from Croatia, and this podcast episode will be different than the other ones because it's October series. It's October time. It's time for Halloween spooky ghost hunting stories. Because why not? This is going to be like just a month period um, of podcast episode just about ghost stories, legends, and haunting stories. If you have any of those stories, please make sure to DM me on my Instagram at so embarrassing podcast or send me on my email so embarrassing podcast at gmail.com because it's just way cooler just to hear other people's like experiences and stories and I really do love interacting with you guys and listening to you and just building this new community with you. But for now, I found some really, really creepy and interesting stories on the internet that I would really love to share with you guys. But first of all, I would like to inform you that coffee is actually kind of good. I recently started drinking coffee and I cannot stop. I don't know, it's like when I say recently, I mean yesterday and I already had like five cups of coffee and I love it and I don't think I'm gonna stop because it's actually really good. Don't come up me. I know it's weird that I didn't like like coffee and never like drink coffee, but I I like it. I like I like it. I'm new to coffee community, so be patient. I like it and I think I'm gonna stick around and um I of course I'm still gonna drink my teas, but um coffee is actually kind of like really really nice to have so for that we are going to have an october series on this podcast where we're going to just share ghost and hunting stories real life i'm going to share some of mine experiences that happened to me um but today i have two stories that i found they're really really interesting and the first one is really recent it's a new story and the last update was in January this year about this. So let's start with the first story. Get yourself comfortable, get yourself a nice cup of tea, warm yourself in a blanket because you're going to get chills from this stories. Frozen haunted doll. When you think of haunted dolls, it's likely to creepy old Victorian looking porcelain kind that springs to mind, and none of which you probably have laying around. If you do have those dolls, like, it's like really creepy and you're like really creepy person and you're probably haunted, so. But believe it or not, Disney's Frozen Elsa doll that was gifted for Christmas 2013 in the Houston area made headlines earlier this year of 2020 when it seemingly became haunted. The doll was a gift for a young girl as a Christmas present and she sang Let It Go when a button on its necklace was pressed. For two years, it did that in English, mother Emily Madonia said. In 2015, it started doing it alternating between Spanish and English. 
There wasn't a button that changed these. It was just randomly, she said. The family has owned the doll for more than six years and never changed its batteries. The mother says the doll would randomly begin to speak and sing even with its switch turned off. The family decide to throw the creepy doll out in December of 2019. Weeks later, they found it inside a bench in their living room. The kids insisted they didn't put it there and I believed them because they wouldn't have dug through the garbage outside, Madonia told KPRC2 Houston News. At that point, Elsa continued to sing the English version of Let It Go altogether, speaking only Spanish when pressed. The family then double-baggaged the bizarre doll and placed it at the bottom of the garbage, which was taken out on a garbage day. They went on a trip shortly after, but when they returned, Elsa too had come back and was waiting in the backyard of their home. This time, the family mailed Elsa to a family friend in Minnesota, who trapped the haunted doll to the front bumper of its truck. It doesn't seem to have made its way back to Houston yet, as per Madonia's latest February Facebook update on the creepy doll. She also shared that they have had fair share of weird things happening around the house though, like doors opening and closing by themselves and lights, TV turning off and on and strange stuff like that. The last update was in January 2020 and I couldn't find any more details about this, but it's just really, really, really creepy because honestly like when you honestly think about haunting dolls you think about like creepy like charlie and and annabelle dolls and the old lady who owned them and then you find them in like old thrift store uh section and then you buy them and then they haunt you for the rest of your life it's not like this it, this is like frozen this is like a doll that most like young kids these days now own because my sister owned like six of them and now I'm like talking about it like I'm realizing that in this room in this room I have like eight Elsa dolls lying around and because my sister is obsessed with frozen just like every young girl I just like I'm going to throw them away and never like tell her because I'm just scared. This is like crazy. This is Elsa, okay? And the weird thing about this is they mailed the doll to their friend in Minnesota and he puts it in front of his trunk. It's just weird. I don't know, but... I will post here photos that I found also of Elsa like in their backyard and on the front of the trunk um, and it's actually like kids were probably like really young and I think that they're not able to just like go to garbage and like dug to the bottom of the garbage and like take the doll out. 
I think they're also like aware that like something is off because kids are really really smart around those things. Kids can feel like ghosts and and energy that adults cannot because kids are like new to this world and they are really sensible just like animals animals can like sense uh, you probably know that like cats will like look around the room if like something is off and if like a ghost is in the room you'll be like really chill and it will be really cold so i think that the kids wouldn't be able to like get the doll and just like creep out their parents it's just really creepy story about the Alice doll and it's just like a new story it's like literally this year like this year can't be like worst okay so the next story is a still unsolved murder story and it's really disturbing it's just really really disgusting and awful I don't know but when I found it I was like I need to share this so let's start with another story ex murder the Villiscus ex murder house in Villisca, iowa is a well-known tourist attraction for ghost hunters and horror lovers it occurred between the evening on june 9th 1912 and the early morning of june 10th 1912 in the town of Villisca, Iowa, United States, in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed by the axe of an unknown person. A little bit about family. The Moray family who lived in the house consisted of parents Joseph, aged 43, Sarah, his wife, 39-year-old, and their four children, Herman, 11-year-old, Mary, 10-year-old, Arthur, 7-year-old, and Paul, 5-year-old. And the Morris family were well-known and very liked in their community. On June 10th, 1912, Joseph and Sarah Moore were bludgeoned to death inside of their home in Villisca, Iowa. Their four children and two friends were spending the night were also killed. And to this day, the crime remains a mystery. Their home is considered one of the most haunted houses in the country of the United States. And guests are drawn to it. So, the house was purchased in 1994, restored to its 1912 condition, and converted into a tourist destination. It costs $428 a night to stay at the old haunted home, where visitors also report strange paranormal experiences, such as visitors of a man with an axe roaming the halls and the faint screams of children. But in November of 2014, the haunting took a darker turn. Robert Stephen Lawson Jr., the 37-year-old man from Wisconsin, was on a regular paranormal visit with friends when true horror stuck. His friends found him stabbed in the chest, an apparently self-inflicted wound called 911. 
and Larson was brought to a nearby hospital before being helicoptered to Crington University Medical Center in Omaha. The monumental country sheriff's office said Lawrenson suffered the self-inflicted injury at about 12.45 a.m., which is around the same time the 1912 axe murders in the house began. Lawrenson recovered from his injuries but has never spoken publicly about what occurred that day. For Mar Martha Lynn, the owner of the home, the incident was very upsetting. It's publicly, but it's not exactly the kind of publicly you desire to have. I don't want people thinking that when they come to Williska X murder house, something's going to happen that's going to make them do something like that. The house remains open for tourists, visitors and overnight stays today. Tourists have been cut shortly by children's voices, flying lambs, moving ladders and flying objects, says the Villisca X murder house website. And literally in 2014, like the investigator stopped himself there, objects are flying around Six people were killed there and people still want to pay $400 to stay a night in that house. It's haunted. It's scary. I don't think I would go in that house personally. So that family was living like happy, awesome life. And just one night they were killed without any reason and it's still unknown why why that happened and it's like the most haunted house in united states it's so scary that that things like that happened like someone just like came in your house with an axe and like killed you and people till this day still don't know and i i don't think I, I know, I know that I would never stay in houses like that because I do love a ghost story, but I can hear like a few of them and like I can watch a, a horror movie, but only with somebody. I don't watch that alone. I don't like that. I love my romance movies, but it's just scary because sh shit like that happens even today. And, and and it's just really really scary. I I I am like I got chills. I hope you guys enjoyed in those stories because it's really really like interesting to go back to history to to learn something new, something that happened. Of course, I, I'm so sorry for for that poor family and for all of them. Like my prayers go to them, and and I hope that no nobody experienced this like ever okay so this was a um, october series podcast episode about ghost stories and and just haunting stories and like scary spooky stories if you do have any of those if your friend have one ask him for permission for more details i would love love to read it on this podcast because i just love interacting with you guys and building a community and everything 
and for the next week i think i'm going to share one of mine maybe um because i did experience a few of them but they were nothing like super super like huge and like scary it was like scary but not like so scary but still like scary you know okay i'm rambling um i love you guys so much um i hope you are doing great in this time i love you i appreciate you you're beautiful you can do this you can get through this day it's hard 2020 is hard i'm here for you i hope this just gave you some chills in your bones this just like switched your mind out of like basic things that made you anxious in the day and i hope you enjoyed and i will talk to you next wednesday with a new podcast episode and also follow me on my instagram so embarrassing podcasting means a lot to me love you guys so much and bye